0: what is up guys what is going on episode five here on the real motivations podcast dude It's wild right we're on episode five already I That's feel amazing. like it's just like it's like episode one already i feel like we're you know going at a good pace here we got episode five coming up right here and uh you know we're building off of what our previous episodes were uh, i'm super excited about this um you know but before we get started with this um, i just want to say thank you to everybody who's been viewing Um, You know, we put a lot of work into this him being on the West Coast and me in the Midwest here It's definitely difficult for us to connect like this and uh, you know, for us to connect in You know this way in general is just nuts, you know I was talking to my girlfriend earlier and she uh, I was telling her like, you know, it's amazing that you know A couple years ago we interacted on Instagram didn't think we'd actually get to this point doing a podcast together and Just sharing our life uh, with one another and with a whole bunch of other people so With that, uh, we have a great episode. Uh, We're gonna be touching on an interesting topic. Um, And this is actually brought, it was brought up by Joe. And uh, you know, he's been dealing with stuff this week. And uh, you know, Joe, just go right into it, dude. We're gonna be talking about death. And uh, you know, you've had some recent experience with that. So uh, go ahead, kind of explain the situation, explain your week, how you're feeling, and uh, you know, just, yeah, go for it. Yeah, yeah,
1: thanks. Thanks for that sweet introduction right there. So. Of course, man. (laughs) I'll get right into it. Yeah, I would say for me, death is something that I haven't really experienced. With I don't have too much, uh, you know, experiences with that. And fortunate enough, I get to say that. Um, but this week, you know, it just it just happened so fast. So, um, you know, I'll start off. It was on Monday. This Monday night, I I was just scrolling through you know Facebook, and I received news that actually the one of the founders of the program that I joined for computer science, he had actually passed away. And he's been one of the most generous men because he actually pretty much donated uh, $30,000 for each student and there was 30 students in each cohort for three years, right? Now, I didn't really get to speak to him, but his incredible generosity impacted not only my life, but my family's life. And for you to hear that he passed away was like,
0: man, like you
1: couldn't believe it, you know?
0: And that's, and that's weird too. Just like, not weird in a sense, but like weird that you never interact with him. You never really got to talk to him, but he still made an impact in your life. And that, you know, really speaks volumes. You know, if you can impact somebody's life without even like really knowing it, man, I mean, I, I don't know any other better feeling than that.
1: Yeah. It was, it was, um he was an incredible man. He, he, I'll keep the name out, you know, just for uh, respect yeah. of the family like that, but he, he came from Japan and, he made an impact here in our community by growing um orchids uh like the orchid um plants and that's how he built his business up and you know pretty soon he, he wanted to get back what, to what, the community
0: what what's his business
1: uh it was like you know like in the like part of flowers you know he would sell orchids like uh that nurseries okay. like that yeah so that's how he built his his empire. It was really an empire here throughout the whole county where from where I live in. Wow. And yeah. one of the few experiences that I get that I did get to speak to him was so funny, man. It was um you know, it was the day I was going to receive my scholarship, right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And they have a, a like a banquet dinner. Everybody shows up that's about to begin the program. We're ready for our three years. We're all yeah. sitting there, you know. And out of a sudden, you know, there there was this professor who, I don't know what he sees in me. You know, I still kind of wonder. Maybe it's just because we have the same name. But mm-hmm. I'm looking at the brochure or whatever that thing is that tells you. Yeah, the, is, pan- the, the attempt, pamphlet. Thing, yeah. yeah, the pamphlet, you know, at 8 o'clock yeah. this and that. So I'm looking right. through it. And one of the first things in there is uh, Pledge of Allegiance. And it just says student. And everything mm-hmm. else has names, right? Like so-and-so is going to do this. And I'm like, oh, I wonder whose student is going to be, you know, like what's going to happen there? And all of a sudden, I'm with my family, you know, my friend right there at our table. And, and the professor comes up to me, he's like, grabs me on the shoulder. He's like, so you ready? I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, for what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. For what, what's going on right here? You know, he's like, you're going, you're going to be doing the pledge of Allegiance. I'm like, oh, my God. I like, you, you know, you get nervous, you know, like you said it for so many so many times for so many years in school, but, you know, you're like, you're going to freeze up. So I started Googling Pledge of Allegiance, you know, just to make sure I knew it. Yeah. So, you know, time comes up and it's my time to go up there. You know, they say your name, you know, come up here and do Pledge of Allegiance. Right. And right next to me, right next to the podium, you know, was the, was the donor. He was right there, right, right next to there. We shake mm-hmm. hands and I see him for the first time and I tell him, you know, thank you for allowing me to be here really fast, really briefly. And I began to do my, you know, put my hand over my heart. I begin to, to, to start, you know, I pledge allegiance. And you guess what? He, he was so, like, you know, patriotic and so passionate about it, he was screaming in my ear, man. In my left ear, he was screaming, I pledge allegiance to the flag. You know, and yeah. <laughs> I didn't even need to remember it because I was just going based off of him you know what?
0: yeah that, that, that definitely helps especially <laughs> when you don't know that you're doing it you're just like oh this such the prejudice is such a common thing yeah. i used to do it growing up too in grade yeah. school you know it was just this thing that you did and then when you're put on the spot like that especially years later you know that you haven't even done it you know it's like you still get those nerves and uh i bet you were feeling that way but i also see dude you seem really like happy about that moment you know um, yeah. Despite the situation, what you just found out, like him not being here anymore, you st- I still see the joy that you have because you remember those good moments. Right. Um, you know, was that one of the better moments you had with with him?
1: Yeah, it, it pretty much yeah. was because after that I didn't get to see them see him. But let me so give that, a little backstory. Um it was actually actually that that was the last time. Wow, that's
0: From wild. The, it was the
1: first, pretty much one of the first and last. That was over six years ago.
0: That's wild, man. Six years ago.
1: And let me give a little backstory to why, he, why I feel so passionate about that, because it was the beginning of my career to where I am now. And he, he had a history of already giving out scholarships to pretty much particularly exceptional students, right? Yeah. One of the first scholarships he gave out was to the high school where his daughter um, graduated from high school. So he started there and it was just a town right across from mine.
0: Okay. So, so I felt close, like
1: yeah. I, I felt like I was starting a legacy. I was becoming part yeah. of his legacy. Right? Huh. And yeah. he, um, I i met his daughter. She took over the business. Mm-hmm. I met I met his daughter and she's an incredible, also human being, extremely nice. And they made a, you know, like a tribute post online and I just mm-hmm. kind of you know, let everything out right there, said, you know, he impacted my life, and I'm forever proud to have been selected for the program, yeah. and, you know, it got a, I got a reply from her, and she said she was also very proud that, you know, and that meant a lot to me to, mm-hmm. to just hear that from them, so that, that was one blow that, that took me, because, he, I know who else but, he impacted, like, he impacted 30 other people, close. I was just
0: about to, I was just about to say, dude, like something so small like that, like it's nothing big. You're just saying the Pledge of Allegiance, you know, um, you don't really realize how big that is until a moment like this, you know, that was a moment you had with him that can one connection that you had with him. And at the time you're just like, Oh, this is awesome. You know, whatever. But now you're really having it sink in. Like, man, that was the one moment I had with him. It just makes it that much better. And so much more special for you. Yep. Um, you know, so Me personally, uh, before we get into, you know, the rest of this, you know, I am weird when it comes to death. I am not going to lie to you. (laughs) Um, You know, I I told you earlier that, you know, I'm that guy in the back that's just like looking like he really doesn't give a fuck. Uh, And that's just how I react to it. It's just I understand how life works. And it's not me not giving a fuck. It's just like I understand what's happening here. You know, life goes on and, you know, you look back, you know how you connected with that one person and, you know, you're fond of those memories and you hold on to those memories, but you keep moving forward. And I think that's really important uh, when it comes to death is just understanding like, Hey, it's just part of life. And you just continue to move forward, um, you know, but remember the moments that you have with these people. So, but uh, with that, dude, uh, um, you said you have um, another death. I mean, one's yeah, tough enough. Right. And two this week. That's, that's pretty nuts, man. Like how are you handling that right now?
1: It's, it's, you know, like I said, I don't have too much experience with it, but I feel my yeah. coping mechanism is just to reflect and appreciate those memories that I did share with them. I feel like that's sure. probably the best thing that I could do. And yeah, I
0: think that's that's the best route to take. And, you know, anyone else who's dealing with death right now, especially during, you know, um, you know the holidays, Christmas, um, New Year's is coming up. Like, yeah, it makes it that much more tough because, again, holiday season, it's like, you want to spend that time with your, you know, loved ones, people who are close to you, people who have impacted your life. Um, so when you're dealing with the death during this time, I bet it's even that, that much more difficult to handle. Um, you know, and like I said, two, two deaths in a week, dude, that's that's pretty wild. And, you know, the fact that you're handling it pretty well, you're coming on this podcast right, you know, pretty much right after you really f- found out about them is um, re- remarkable to me. Um, and I even told you, do you really want to do this? And, uh, you know, you said yes. I'm like, sweet, dude, let's, let's get on then. Um, so... I give you the, all the props in the world, dude. I'm, I'm glad that you're talking about this. And anybody else who's dealing with this, please be, be open about it. Um, obviously, you know, it, we're not pressuring you to be open about it. But if you want to be, we're here. And, uh, you know, just if you want to message us, please go ahead and message us. We're here to, you know, listen and, you know, give, give our best opinions, um, suggestions on how to, you know, cope with it. So, uh, but with that, uh, you can explain the uh, next one or the – you know, next, next, uh, experience that you've had, uh, you know, hopefully it inspires people to, uh, you know, kind of cope with the way that you're, how how you're coping with
1: it. Right. I hope so too. And I think you touched on a couple of really great things that I wanted to also, uh, reiterate about, Yeah, you know, it's, it's been a really tough year for, for everybody for various different reasons. You know, 2020 is crazy. And especially with the holidays coming up, you know, it's, it's already a stressful time of the year without all this, crazy stuff happening you know but um one thing that i also wanted to say is like you know this this week has made me appreciate my family and the shared memories and the future memories that we will create with one another that's what puts i'm really kind of pushing out there
0: yeah it puts a lot of perspective for you you know it's just life is so short man you never know and tomorrow can't... tomorrow something could happen tomorrow. this could be our very last podcast man yeah, it's you know, it's crazy to think
1: about it like that.
0: Yeah. So,
1: so. I I'll, I'll go on to the next experience and uh, Yeah. So this one happened, you know. It was a you know like any other regular day just like um, a lot of people come on and, sure. was, you know you never see it coming. Yeah. And what what kind of hurts me is that it was somebody that lived nearby to me. Mm-hmm. And again, I didn't speak to them a lot, but each time I would leave home you could see them out on their porch and, you know, you could wave hi and say, what's up, you know, how's it going. Right. And I would work out with their, their, uh, their sons of, of this particular mm-hmm. person. They had like a CrossFit kind of gym right there. I would jump in, you know, do some CrossFit. Yeah, you know, yeah. It would beat my ass, you know, and all that good stuff. <laughs> uh, and, you know, my parents knew that particular person as well. Yeah. But, um, you know, that day that it happened, I wanted to go work out with them. But, you know, I chose to do more work. I was like, oh, I would really need to finish this, you know. And then around 8 o'clock, you know, right, you see the, the ambulance, the lights, the red lights. You see the firemen. Fireman actually made it as well. What's going on? Mm-hmm. What's going on? You know, let's see. Hopefully nothing right. like that. And, you know, we just see somebody being, you know, put into the back of the ambulance. And, you know, we're, we're shocked. And then mm-hmm. it comes to it comes to realize that that person suffered, you know, a heart attack. And Is this a neighbor of yours? Yeah, yeah.
0: Neighbor? Okay. Neighbor. Yeah.
1: And you know, I've, my family decided to step inside and step inside their home and bring some gifts and basically mourn with them. I had never experienced anything like that before either. Like I didn't know what to expect coming inside the home, but mm-hmm. people were crying. People were upset people we're also sharing stories like good stories of laughing a little bit of you know trying to laugh through it all like smiling a little bit about the good moments that they shared with that person
0: laughter is definitely a coping mechanism for a lot of people um i've had interactions with people that you know laugh at you know kind of certain situations that they're in because that's how they just cope you know and you know laughter is great you know i'd rather see somebody laugh than cry um you know, but both those emotions kinda of go hand in hand too. You know, if somebody's crying, you know that they're hurting and you're there to comfort them. If they're laughing, you're still there enjoying that, you know, laughter with them as well.
1: Yeah. That's you're absolutely right about that. And you and you know You're having a hard time here, dude. It's hard time, right? It's it's hard, you know. It's <laughs> it was how long
0: have you how long have you known this uh this person?
1: Since the since the since when I moved here to uh this town I would say since like the pretty much the second grade, you know? It was you know Wow,
0: okay. So you've known this person for for quite some time. yeah. Definitely definitely hits a little bit um, you know, different, you know, when you've known this person for so long. Um, you know, you've probably been, you know, friendly with them for, you know, since that time too. Um so I mean I've had a neighbor. Um I'll bring up a story too to kinda, you know, get things, you know, kinda even here, you know. Um and I just thought about this right now. Uh so Across the street, when I was living at my parents' house, um, I used to hang out with their, uh, their their son across the street. He was a couple of years younger than me, you know, mm-hmm. but, you know, we shared common interests. We were like sports. We were like hanging out and, you know, just, you know, having fun as kids, you know. So um, growing up, we used to just hang out at his place. He would hang out at mine. We had a pool in my backyard. We used to, you know, have that and everything. Um, you know, then as time went on, I got older. I was in high school at this point. We kind of drifted apart, but, you know, I still, you know, saw him from time to time. And then one day... Um, I found out that he actually died in his sleep, um, you know, they, they don't, and he just was about to graduate high school, mm-hmm. you know, and that was really like surreal for me because, you know, again, you never know when it's going to happen, dude. You know, despite us drifting apart like that, it still kind of hit me like, wow, you know, he's not here anymore. This is, a, this is a person that I, you know, interacted with in my life and now he's not here anymore. Mm -hmm. you know um so to put that you know in perspective with you too like again neighbors you know no one ever thinks about their neighbors as somebody being close but neighbors can be really close to you it all depends on if you you know you want them to be close um there's a couple neighbors that you know i had grown up that we weren't close with and it's you know so it all depends on how you know personalities work with your neighbors too um and you know you're having a hard time with this so it makes me realize like you were pretty close to this person
1: yeah it's it's just like you see them every day you know and it's almost part of your Mm -hmm. routine my mom was saying something like some stuff would annoy us because they were they had like loud cars you know you're you're a gearhead you know they had some fast and furious type of cars hey and (laughs) in the morning you know they would you know they would turn them on and you know how loud the muffler could get man and my window was right next door to them so it would wake us up and would be like, oh, "Oh my God, man, that, not again!" That's your
0: that's your alarm clock, man. You yeah, yeah. It basically was. <laughs> and, you know, we joked about yeah. that when
1: we were with them, and now you're like, "Wow, that's not gonna happen." But you're not happy because you know it means there's a reason for that. But mm-hmm. it's interesting how these little, you know, maybe little tidbits of life that you didn't like now you would almost want them back because it would mean mm-hmm. that that person is is alive as well. But, yeah the biggest lesson that it got to me right here was appreciate, you know, the moments tell people that you love them, what they mean Mm -hmm. to you uh, on a regular basis, you know, hug them because you never know when they could be gone. And life just moves too fast, too fast. Now,
0: you know, both these people, uh, they aren't immediate family. They aren't blood related to you. So my question is, you know, would you know how to react now? If it was somebody really close to you, like, let's say, a brother your a parent you know uh i met mean, my grandparents they they both both sets um have passed you know but i don't know i didn't feel you know upset like yes of course it's you know upsetting that you know your grandparents died it's you know really like you don't even want that you know mm-hmm. but you know it's going to happen so All i right. feel like grandparents are a little bit different at least in my opinion you know just because they were both older, they were kind of on the way out anyway. Do you think that makes it easier when it's like older people compared to younger people, or do you think death as a whole is just, you know, is what it is? Are you, you're just going to react in the same way, no matter what age.
1: I I, th- I think it is pretty much the same, man, because yeah. for me so far, my experience has been, it's, you just almost never saw it coming. And I think maybe that's true for each each occurrence, even you didn't see it coming, right? And it was somebody. Oh, else. for sure. My, yeah, my, my neighbor was in his 60s, right? And okay, I mean, I, I would say like, you know, I plan on living 100 years old, and maybe, <laughs> maybe he did as well. So he he had a lot of time to be kicking, you know, he had a lot yeah. of battery left. So yeah. I don't know how I would react, man. If it was a family member, I'd be devastated. I know that for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah. for sure. Um, you know, me being adopted and everything, I always kind of think about that too. Just you know, technically, you know, my family isn't um, blood related to me, but, you know, I still, you know, they're my family and I feel like I would react the same way. i just be like, you know, I have this person now gone, you know, um, now with my biological parents, would I feel the same way? Honestly, I don't know, man. You know, that's, that's different for me just because they already decided that they didn't want me. So it's like, does that just negate those feelings and, you know? push them out of the way because you already know that they don't care. So why should you, um, you know, so that's something that I still have to deal with. And, you know, cause both of, both of them, like my, the parents who adopted me, they're older. And then so are my actual, you know, birth parents, you know, they're older too. So they could be, you know, dead right now. I don't even know it, you know, but I'm not sure how I would react in that situation. Um, you know, I feel like it would just have to happen in order for me to get a reaction. Um, you know, that's just how I handle death. It's like it has to happen and that's, you know, however I feel in that moment, it's how I'm going to feel. I'm sure I'm not alone in that, uh, but I know, you know, it sounds like you, like you, no matter what age it is, no matter, you know, whoever it is, you're still going to, you know, be devastated by that, which is cool. You know, I feel like we um, have different contrasts in that and that's really, really cool to me. It brings perspective to me. you know, I've always thought this way. I've always thought, like, hey, this is just part of life, like I said earlier, and that's just how I deal with
1: it. And it is. No, you're absolutely right. I'm not going to yeah. argue that. It's, it's um, you know, kind of like what you said reminds me of a scene from a really great movie called Gran Torino. Stars okay, Clint yeah. Andrew. Yeah, I know it's,
0: that.
1: Um, Clint, uh, I can't... I'm going to butcher the scene a little bit, but <laughs> during the passing away of somebody in the beginning of the movie the pastor says death is bittersweet Mm -hmm. bitter because somebody has left the earth and sweet because you know, you, you had the opportunity to know them and now they're in a a better place. Right. Mm -hmm. I I put quotes because some people might not believe in afterlife and stuff like that. But that scene, I, you know, I don't remember the whole movie, but I remember that scene because to me it was like, wow, that's, kind of true Mm -hmm. you know it's bittersweet death is a little bit bittersweet
0: yeah you know for sure
1: you know you you you, you're born and at some point you have to die just like everything there's a cycle to it and it's Mm -hmm. a little bit beautiful because what you do with that time you know the people that you impact or what you do with it is what ultimately gets you remembered and for you gives you a satisfactory life i mean look at the inventions from people from the the 60s like you know the Thomas Edison and the light and all like that. And we still have it to now. And it made me really push myself to say, I want to make use of my time here so I could mm-hmm. you know, impact as many people as I can in a positive way.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, that's interesting that you bring up a movie cause I just watched the movie today. Um, have you heard of collateral beauty? Will Smith?
1: Mm, oh, maybe, but uh, remind me.
0: Okay. So, you know, In the movie, uh, Will Smith's character, he is a father who is dealing with the death of a six-year-old daughter, okay? And, um, you know, he's trying to figure out, like, what life is all about at this point. And, you know, there's three things that he said at the beginning of the movie. It's um, that connects us as humans, okay? Um, Which is love, life, and death. Okay. Or no, love, time, and death. Oh, man. So
1: freaking... Those
0: three things... Three, yeah, and, and it's funny that I watched that today, and it's funny that you brought up the Grand Torino, you know. It's like we were gonna t- we we planned this topic ahead of time, okay? Like it's just funny how that works out. I was watching this movie, I'm like, man, this can relate to what we're gonna be talking about. Right. So, you know, I, I, I watched it and I really took it in, and I'm like, you know, I really kind of understand what's going on here. And there's three other um, you know, or eh, six other characters, right? Each of which Portrays all three of those love, time, and uh, death. You know, Um, one person is trying to find love, and um, the other one's trying to find love with his daughter because he got a divorce and his daughter blames him for that. Mm -hmm. You know, so he's trying to find love with that, and she's just trying to find love in her life. Mm -hmm. So those two are connected in that way. Um, With the time, there's a young kid who portrays time. You know, so he has a ton of time on his hands. You know, he's young, he's right. full of youth. Um, and then the other one who is connected with him is a uh, woman who is trying to bring life to this world, a child. You know, she Got can't, it. and she doesn't have anybody. She's kind of at the tail end of trying to get pregnant, you know. And, um, you know, so she's trying to figure all that out, but she definitely wants to bring life into this world. And then there's other, the other two are deaf. Uh, the other one is an old lady you know she's kind of on her way out too and then right. the other guy is uh you know in remission or um back in remission you know so dealing with cancer you know so he's dying so it's just kind of funny how that movie just not funny but like it's no matter who you who you meet you can connect in some sort of way
1: yeah yeah
0: you know kind of like you and I you know we're connecting on this you know kind of interesting topic that we got going on you know not everybody wants to talk about death and mm-hmm. uh you know it's definitely not something that I would bring up at a party or you know whatever. Yeah, totally stuff def- But it's real, you know. It, it's something that we have to deal with and something that you know all of us have dealt with at some point in our lives already. Whether it was you know really somebody really close or somebody that you know we kind of knew, um, you know. But how we deal with that is very important. And uh, you know, right now since it's really fresh in your mind, I want to know like what's the long term for you? How are you going to you know take what happened this past week for yourself and you know kind of. Um, continue to um, cope with it. Um, yeah. Are you gonna go ahead and you know use these stories as inspiration to help other people? Um, you know, I kind of want to know what your long-term uh, you know kind of thought is on this because these two, like it's two deaths in a week, dude. Like, like I said, one's hard enough.
1: Right. No. You. I've kind of. I kind of. I kind of touched up on it, but um, I really will use this time to, for one, something that I feel I've neglected is family time. Uh, That's you good know, point. It's, yeah. it's you know, we get caught up in, or at least I get caught up in that hustle grind mentality where, you know, be grinding, you know, and uh, example is this, uh, my family likes to attend church, right? We like to go on okay. it Sunday and usually after church, uh, my family actually wants to go to the grocery store or, you know, go out, and get some ice cream, you know, you know how it goes, but yeah. I'll, I'll usually say like, I know I need to go home. I need to go, go back program, homework, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, that's time that could be spent making memories, cracking jokes, doing something like that. So it made me pinpoint in my life the areas where I've been neglecting family time like that. And so
0: in, okay. and it'll make
1: me and if I've kind of decided that is this time that I'm going to be you know not spending with my family is it worth it to be working on other things and it's not an easy mm-hmm. answer sometimes right but at least now i'm thinking about it instead of always saying no i need to go do this i need to go do that
0: you know mm-hmm. you're now well aware of what you want in your life uh you know there's tons of people out there who will tell you otherwise like hey you just need to continue to grind and you know not worry about all that extra stuff it's like you know you want to enjoy life or you just want to you know keep grinding away i'm in that same position man you know i want to keep grinding away and get you know, to where I want to be in life. And, you know, in order to do that, I need to put my head down and start working. And, you know, I still want to have those those, you know, moments with my family, friends, whatever. And, you know, it's definitely a hard balance to meet. And I every day I'm well aware, like, hey, what do I need to do to improve this? Um, You know, because I've caught myself before just worrying about work, rather than all the other things that are more important. Um, Another thing for me is, you know, an income, you know, money, like, at the end of the day, it's just a bunch of green stuff in your hand and you know you're what how important is that going to be for you you know at the end of the day really you know would you rather have all these you know fun memories with your friends and family or would you rather be looking at a stack of bills you know right like dollar bills hundred bills you know it's Um, it's a question that
1: i ask myself sometimes too of yeah what are you working towards
0: yeah and if you don't know what you're working towards what are you doing
1: right at least i know i'm working towards you know saving for my um my sister's education, right? And I know ultimately this is gonna result in that, or you know, to buy my parents a home, you know, buy my yeah. brother a car, stuff like that.
0: And yeah, you and I have similar, you know, end goals there, man. Just build my business, build my brand, get a house, you know, make a family of my own, and you know, provide for them and be, you know, a role model for them. And that's where the money aspect kind of, you know, gets gets there too. You know, you want to set aside a certain amount. For them, so they don't have to worry, and you don't have to worry about them. But you know, I also think money is a you know bad like in a bad thing in a sense. More money, more problems. I know you've probably heard that. Uh, you know, so that definitely kind of makes me think every day. Like you know, I'd rather enjoy these moments. You know, keep grinding away when I need to. Uh, but again, it's like balancing it out. You're always going to have to balance that out. Um, I, and say yeah.
1: I was better. gonna you know since we brought up movies and the topic right now was kind of like grinding in time. There was mm-hmm. a movie that impacted me a lot and it's actually a comedy, but okay, I took so much away from it. It's click. I think it came out like in 2004. It's, <laughs> um, Charlie
0: Adam, Sandler.
1: I, yeah, Adam yeah. Sandler. And you know, he's a pretty goofy guy and I didn't expect that from him, but what I took always away from the movie is pretty much what we're talking about now is, yeah. You know, we we you see this a lot in comic book strips. You know, there's memes about this or books and movies, you know, and it's, you know, pretty much to sum it up is, you know, this man, he was working towards what he thought was for his family, you know, working, to, working late nights, you know. Yeah. But at the same time, he was neglecting his wife, not spending time with his daughter. And he, you know, I don't want to ruin the, the, the movie, but at the end, he ends up realizing that, You know, his work was taking over his life and he didn't appreciate his family. And he goes through like a pretty, pretty crazy, like we're living the past, we're living the future. And it's crazy.
0: And that's a perfect example, man. It just goes right back to what we were talking about. Like, like I said, you got, you got to find that love in your life. You got to find that time in your life. And, you know, you have to also be well aware that, you know, you're not always here and, you know, death is going to occur.
1: And death occurs Um, in that movie as well.
0: And bringing that back into the, you know, main topic that we have here is death is just, you know, understanding like it is going to happen. You do have a limited time here, whether you think you're going to live forever or not. So, um, you know, but how how we deal with it is really important. Um, I don't have a lot of experience with it. You said you don't either. So, um, but I feel like, um, you know, talking about it with you, especially since you just deal or you were just going through it this week, um, I applaud you for coming on here and talking about it, man, seriously. You know, that's not easy for anybody to do.
1: It's, I was debating whether to even talk about, it, you know, out of respect for the family, but it's, it's a touchy subject, you know, but it, not talking about it doesn't really help. Even for me, mm-hmm. discussing this with you, and everybody else that's listening on, it helps me tremendously, you know. And mm-hmm. like I said, it makes me appreciate life and my close loved ones' life even more.
0: Yeah, no, it puts things in perspective, man, and, you know, one thing that we definitely strive for in this podcast is, you know, showing people perspectives of your life, my life, you know, and sharing stories that we have, whether it's, you know, something personal that's actually happened in our own lives, or, you know, we're we're both movie buffs, it sounds like, so, uh, you know, giving references to movies and stuff, kind of relating into, you know, what we talk about is uh, really cool, and, uh, you know, touch, touching on the subject isn't easy, like I said, but you know, it's definitely something that I'm, you know, happy that we're talking about and we're open about. And, you know, obviously it's not just us being all sad about it. Like we're actually enjoying it. Like, like I got a smile on my face, man. I yeah. love talking about this type of stuff just because no one else is talking about it. I haven't heard anybody talk about this. <laughs> no you know, not, not, Go on. Yeah, not really. I really haven't. And I listen to a, you know, podcasts here and there. I'm not the biggest podcast guy, but um, you know, it's, it's something that I just never hear. I never see anybody post about it. I never see anybody just openly say how they feel about it. I think that's really what um, I'm getting at is like, yes, we deal with it, but you know, you don't express how you're feeling about it.
1: You know, I'd like to, I got like one last thing I wanted to mention, you know, before we close off right now, but Mm -hmm. I remember being at church one time with my mom and there was a, again, like one of those little, you know, pamphlets out there that said, the seven stages of death or dealing with death. I think it was pretty much what we we're talking about. And the first one was denial. It was, you could not believe it. And then second one or third was like regret. You instantly say like, Oh man, like, you know, I've, we why never got I, to do did... this.
0: Exactly. We never yeah. got to,
1: or I, I had unresolved conflict with them, you know, and stuff like that. And pretty much one of them is acceptance. That you know okay this happened this is Mm -hmm. you know okay i'm processing it and somewhere along maybe close to the seventh step is just like um like kind of not not happiness but just you know you you you, you're done dealing with it you know you accepted it and you're moving on you're moving moving forward yeah
0: moving forward uh you know and i i was debating whether to bring this up just because you know They've they kind of predicted this before and it never happened, but uh, tomorrow might be our last day, man. I don't know if you heard about that.
1: Tomorrow.
0: <laughs> yeah, the the twenty first, man. All the planets are gonna line up, and uh, you know the star of Bethlehem's gonna be up in the sky. The stars are gonna be at its brightest, and uh, that's saying that's they say Jesus is coming back. So, um, you know, I I don't know. Uh, at the end of the day, though, this is my belief. I'm like, we're gonna die when we die. You know, yeah. Yeah. he has a plan already kind of planned out for us. Yep, yep. And I'm not here to say that we're going to be here one more day. It's up to him. All
1: right. I believe that so, too.
0: Yeah. Well, so with that, man, um, I'm, I'm, again, super happy that you got to share, you know, your experience with death. I got to share a few stories of my own and uh, that we could kind of, you know, contrast between that how, how you deal with death, how I deal with death. Um, you know, I hope everybody enjoyed this podcast as well. If you guys are dealing with, you know, death or just, you know, anything, you know, mental illness related or, you know, depression, anxiety, whatever it is, we're open. We're open to talk to you about it. And uh, as long as you're open to talking to us about it, um, you know, that's something that we strive on. We don't want to, you know, pressure anybody into, you know, speaking what they don't want to speak about yet. So, uh, but with that, guys, I hope you guys enjoyed episode five. Mm -hmm. Episode six is going to be coming up Real soon, I'm super looking forward to it. Um, and this week we got Christmas going on, right? It's kind of crazy, you know, f- what four or five days away this yeah. Friday, Christmas already. Let's do
1: town flies, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, sir. So, uh, and also, guys, don't forget to follow um, my Instagram down below. Uh, we'll leave it down below. Real JP Vendality. Also, go follow Rising Motivations, his link will be down below on Instagram. Go check out his content. And, uh, with that, guys, uh, we are out. Peace.